Welcome to the Pathways Senior Care Advisors Coffee and Conversation Podcast. We are a team of senior care planning professionals who partner with individuals and their families who are considering senior care living options. At Pathways, it is our mission to provide guidance to high-quality senior care that results in a safe and happy life for our clients. The goal of this podcast is to provide our clients and potential clients with relative information and interviews with subject matter experts focused on issues key to preparing for senior living. We hope you enjoy this episode of Coffee and Conversation. Good morning, and thank you all for joining us for our eighth Coffee and Conversation. I'm Stacy Carter with Pathways Senior Care Advisors, and I decided we 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 decided that we would put this together to help you guys understand what you need to know as you get older. And so many times people don't plan ahead. They um, think, well, I'll just do this or I'll do that, but they don't know everything that's involved, especially when it comes to finances and getting everything in order for those later years. And this means this is just for the caregiver and for the senior themselves. So hopefully um, these videos and things that we have done will help you. And today I'm going to let Mary introduce our uh, guest speaker for today. Thank you, Stacy. Good morning, everybody. Uh, last week, Stacy and I discussed all the different care options. So, and there, there are several: uh, in-home care, assisted living, may need memory care. Of course, there's nursing home care. Um, but uh, all of those things have one thing in common. You need to be prepared financially to, to be able to choose the option you want. So today we have with us Joni Evans with Creating Financial Order, and she's going to talk about how she can help you get prepared so that you can, can uh, be ready for, to get the option of care that you want. So Joni, uh, tell us what you do. Sure. Thanks, Mary. Uh, my business is actually called Creating Financial Order. And what I do is I help people organize, understand, and take control of their financial lives. Um, most people don't like financial paperwork and they tend to put it off and they don't really fully know exactly what they have and what their options might be, especially when it comes to preparing for potential care in their senior or later years. There's a lot of confusion about who pays for what. Yes, we see that all the time with our clients, Joni. They, a lot of people, unfortunately, think that Medicare and Medicaid are going to pay for everything. Uh, wish that it were that simple. It isn't. Uh, there, there are some things that are paid for, but the vast majority of, of uh, the, the care our clients receive is not covered. So it's a little more complicated than that, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, before they can realistically make any kind of choice about senior care, they really need to know what type they can afford and how long they can afford it. I know with uh, dementia patients, especially, it's difficult to move them. It's upsetting and, and very hard on the families to have to move from one form of care to another simply because of, of money. Um, so what I like to do, the very first thing right off the bat is to create a detailed financial inventory for the client. Uh, that sounds like a wonderful approach. What, is, what does that look like? Well, the first thing, I kind of do it in three steps. The first thing is I interview the client. Most people are really good at telling me what they have in broad stroke, you know, general, general terms. Um, but what I need to do is the second step is to document what that actually is. And that's through maybe their current statements. Every account they have, give me a current statement. And I can document all the details that will be important as we move in this journey, toward this journey. 
um, and then finally is summarized. So, you know, I've met very few people that come to me and already have their financial lives on one page. So that's my, that's my job is to help them figure out exactly what they have, summarize it in an easy to read fashion so they can go through these stages with confidence and know, you know, what's, what's ahead for them. Now that, that sounds like a lot of work. Uh, is it, um, is there some particular resource or guide that you point them to so they can get started with this process? It is a lot of work. And, you know, when I just started doing this type of, of service for people, I looked at a lot of different resources to either refer them to or to use myself or some, something to go by. And what I found is a lot of good resources, but let me show you one in particular. I thought, well, AARP, they're the experts. And I had a checklist for my family. I thought, what could be better? And I ordered it knowing it was a book, but I thought, well, it's probably got a lot of good resources, some good backup information. And it's 250 pages long. So that's a little, little daunting. And most of it is actually, I'll show you, it's fill in the blank. So, you know, I don't think a lot of people would actually go through and do this. Plus, the format is such that if you had to make corrections, it would be difficult. Um, I found a much better way to do it for my clients is to actually do it on the computer. So I have an electronic copy and then I print a hard copy as the hard copy looks like just a normal binder, but it's customized to that particular client. It only has the information that applies to them. And if there's any special situations, we go into even further detail to explain what's going on there. Well, it sounds like um, you do all the work for the client. That's great because uh, I guess what's going through my mind is I, I need to do this. And it uh, reminds me a little bit of, uh, of uh, baby books that I got the first child, some of that stuff in her, and then, then it kind of went by the by because it's hard to do it all by yourself or motivate yourself to do it. So it looks like you enjoy your work. Um, um, so tell us, what made you decide to open this business? Well, I've been very blessed. I've been able to work in the financial industry for a little over 30 years. And I've worked in various areas uh, in financial planning. I've worked in brokerage. I've also done financial education. So when the opportunity came to open my own business, I thought this is perfect. I looked and looked for the right mix, the right format, and daily money management came to my attention. And so it's exactly what I like doing is helping people with their day-to-day -day money matters, educating them, helping them organize and so forth. So that seemed to be perfect. And um, so far I've just loved it. Well, that, that sounds like such a good approach. Um, tell us, tell us more. Well, the financial inventory is just one tiny part of it. So after I get that done, like if we're looking at someone that, that you've talked to and they've said, yeah, I'm just really worried about affording care if I ever need it in my, my later years. And that's a very common fear is the unknown. The first thing I'm going to do is ask, well, do you have long-term care insurance? And, you know, some people do, some don't, but the ones that do, I don't want them to be overconfident because some of the policies that people own today were purchased many, many years ago. And as you know, we haven't always had all the services that we have today. Uh, today we have adult daycare, we have in-home care that those things didn't exist when I was a child, for example. Everybody just went to the nursing home. We even called it a rest home. That's the form, that's the term that we used. And so in my lifetime, I've seen a huge change in the, uh, the availability of different customized services. And so your policy, even though you have one, may be old, may be outdated in the form, in, in the in the means that it won't cover everything. So most people want to stay home as long as they can, and we want to make sure your policy covers that. 
and also how much will it pay and for how long. So that's a big, big important piece of the puzzle. Um, if someone does not have long-term care, but they're interested, I can refer them to someone who can sell that. I don't sell any financial products now in this business, um, but I do have people that I can refer out to. And one thing with long-term care uh, insurance, you want to remember, you have to be insurable, so you can't be you know, extremely ill. They will not insure you, and it is expensive. So the, the number that you're looking for is something that you can afford as a premium and that you have the, num the dollar amount of assets that are worth paying this premium to protect. So that's part of what I do too, is help people with that balancing act to figure out if it makes sense. Um, the next thing I do is ask if there's any military affiliation because there are benefits if you're a veteran or if your spouse is. Um, my father actually spent the last three and a half years of his life in Hanson, Kentucky at the veterans long-term care facility there. He received great care. He was on a spend down plan and we was private pay, but had he run out of funds, uh, VA was prepared to subsidize his care and, and let him stay as long as he needed to. So that was good for us as a family to not worry about having to change his, his location. And then, and I will mention too, before I forget, you had a great speaker not long ago that talked about applying for military benefits. So it's a little complicated. It depends on whether the person has um, been in active duty during a wartime period and so on. And so I think one of your experts was able to explain that in great detail and they might refer back to that. Um, the other part is if I see very limited resources right off the bat, um, we're going to talk about Medicaid spend down because it makes no sense to talk about long-term care insurance or ordering of assets if we really don't have a lot to work with. Uh, they need to be prepared for that and understand how it works. And again, a good elder law attorney can help with the ordering of what you do. Uh, some people just immediately start selling things and liquidating assets and that may or may not be the best thing to do, especially when a spouse is involved. Um, you don't want to close doors that you didn't know needed to stay open, for example, to allow your spouse to have more funds to live on. Um, after that, the, cover those two areas, basically, long-term care insurance, is there any military affiliation, and then let's look at the money. Once we look at the money, I'm looking at lots and lots of details. The first thing I'm going to look at is, are the restrictions on the accounts? And by that, I'm talking about maybe retirement accounts. Maybe there's an age restriction. Um, maybe they're younger, someone that needs care at a younger age. Um, I often bring up the story of Christopher Reeve, you know, years and years ago, he had an accident. And I don't know if mo most people don't know, he was in his 40s, early 40s when that happened. So he's need had needed long-term care from an early age on. So, you know, it could be that someone has a need and those accounts are tied up to 59 and a half and so forth. So look at that. Also look at what type of things that they own, if something special to their family, I've had people say, hey, that stock has been in our family for generations. I'm not selling it. Like, okay, we don't have to sell it. But that's important to know that that's, that's non-negotiable for them. Uh, another thing is, you know, just due dates, uh, CDs, things like that. When can we free up this money and make the most of your situation? So there's a lot there, but um, I'm there to answer the questions and keep things in a manner that they can, can answer those questions when the time comes. It sounds like you have a very comprehensive approach, uh, Joni, and also uh, gets them prepared to work with an accountant or work with a lawyer. Uh, because as Stephanie McGee, he said back uh, in one of our uh, um, sessions that she wanted people to bring everything to her to meet with her the first time. 
and it needed to be all organized. So you, you make that happen. That's, that's wonderful. I guess the question I have right now is, uh, do you serve clients that are, they're still in their home and they just need help with the day-to-day financial tasks? I do. That's actually a very big part of what daily money managers do is helping people stay in their homes as long as possible, remain independent, and maybe give some relief to adult children that are trying to do this from long distance. You know, it's very common to have children across the country these days, and they're trying to figure out how to take care of mom and dad without actually being there. So we can do things like that. We can go into a home and and organize sometimes what is very chaotic is form of paperwork. Most a lot of, I won't say most, but my dad was like this and a lot of seniors are, they have what I call a piling system instead of a filing system. Everything is piled on the table. No rhyme or reason. And they tend to keep everything, uh, every envelope, every cover sheet. Uh, newspapers possibly are mixed in with all of that. So going in there and cleaning that out, organizing it is huge. And and again, sometimes it helps people stay at home longer. Maybe they, they just need a little bit of help. Um, if, if an adult child notices maybe mom and dad accidentally get their electricity cut off, maybe it's because they're not keeping up with the bill pay or they don't understand. Uh, someone I talked to just recently, uh, we, we found an automatic payment that was coming out of an account that shouldn't have been there at all. And so we were able to get that stopped and get a refund. So lots of things like that can help someone remain independent um, a little bit longer. And that's what everybody wants. Absolutely. Um, we, we hear that, again, we hear that a lot from clients. They, they want to stay at home as long as they can. What would be the most important advice that you would give somebody? Because we, we have a lot of people who really worry about, are they going to be able to afford the care they want and need? So what would be the, the, the most important advice you would give somebody that was, was having that concern? Well, I would say, definitely get some help. If you don't like doing this type of work, if you don't like organizing your own financial paperwork, uh, someone like me can help you and organize that and put your fears at ease, possibly. A lot of people worry and they have plenty of money. They just don't really understand how the rules work. Uh, they don't. They can't really see it in an example uh, applied to their own f- financial situation. So I can help with that. And also they need to educate themselves. So they're not in the dark. And when a crisis hits, they're not blindsided and and make some quick decisions that possibly could close a lot of important doors. Like I said, um, your earlier speaker talked a lot about that. The order of how you do things is so important. And if you don't know, know, you're liable to make a mistake that could be costly. So as always, I'm always one that likes to look ahead and, and be prepared. So that was my best advice. Yeah. We, we just had a client who who, um, was about to sell his house. Mm-hmm. And then the the attorney that did our presentation earlier told him, uh, you don't need to do that until you already have applied for VA benefits. That would, would, would have been a detriment to that application process. So you're right. Timing can be everything mm-hmm. in uh, how you end up with the funds you need to uh, get the care you want. Uh, well, we, we really appreciate um, um, what you do, Joni, because... With Pathways, uh, we have people come here all the time and, and that, those piles of paper, they put in a tote bag and bring it and put it on our conference table and it's kind of overwhelming. So 
when we get a client that you have organized, it's wonderful because it lets us do what we do really well, which is uh, we know every um, senior care community and senior care provider in our market area. We know them inside and out. We know the details of what they provide and what they don't. Uh, we know we know the, the cost. And so when somebody walks in and says, I, I, I want to go to assisted living and I have this much money to spend, it, you've taken a huge piece of work uh, that, that um, needed to be done in order to get to the right answer for them. So um, we, we appreciate the referrals that you send us and, and uh, we, we will be sending some back to you as well and let them put the papers back in the tote bag and bring it to creating financial order. So thank you very much for being with us today. Are there any questions? Okay, well, this will be record is being recorded and it will be available on our website and on our Facebook page. Uh, if you have any questions as you listen to the recording, please feel free to call Pathway Senior Care Advisors. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pathways Senior Care Advisors Coffee and Conversation Podcast. If you have additional questions about today's topic or would like to learn more on how Pathways Senior Care Advisors can help you or your loved one find high quality senior care. Visit us online at pathwayssca.com or call 270-901-1878.